every moment is an opportunity for you to like find more of who you are and be more of that, whatever mm -hmm. that is. And if you just keep putting these moments on autopilot and, and say they don't matter, you know, you're saying you don't matter. You're saying your time doesn't matter. And I think that attention is even more important than time because attention on the time that you're doing things is actually what matters, you know, because you can have all the time in the world, but if you don't put care and attention into it, who really gives a shit? This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hello, podcast people. We got a good one for you. A real sharp one. A real interesting journey. I don't actually know what I'm talking about. We're going to talk about care. We're going to talk about what to care about, what not to care about, the transformational power of caring. I know this sounds super exciting, and it is. I was saying that sarcastically. <laughs> Welcome, Evan. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the show. And uh, that's just how it goes. Yeah. So <laughs> don't, don't let, don't let, uh, the, the, the fumbling intro fool you. We've got a good one for you. <laughs> it was an intended fumble. I just wanted to play around, you know, because the thing is, is that it's these things that don't matter, you know, like introducing a podcast. Sometimes it's something that it's like, Oh, well, how do you do it? How do you do it? Right. And you can put so much thought into all this stuff. And sometimes you just got to get started, you know, and there's a lot of things like that where it's like you care too much and you try too hard. And by trying too hard and caring too much, you don't get started or, you know, there's something just like inauthentic about it, you know? And I think that's kind of like one of the many elements of what we're going to get into, but you know, there's certain things like, like caring about how you look, you know, there's a certain part of that. There's a certain value in that, but then there's another value in like, you just got to let some of it go. Cause you know, it is the way it is. You know, you, you look the way you look, you dress the way you dress, you are where you are and you know, or how you sound or something you do or whatever. Right. And it's like, there's a certain kind of part of care where we have to like, let go of it and not care. But then there's a certain part of care where it's really important that we do care and figuring out where to draw that line and where to put our attention and focus and where to derive power from this thing. You know, that's not always obvious for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I also just wanted to mention off the top of this one as well, is that the inspiration for the conversation we're about to get into comes a, a lot from our previous podcast, which was, um, create your atmosphere to flourish. And it was kind of this thing that came up at the end, uh, where we were like, Oh yeah, like really a huge part of how we create our atmosphere to flourish, how we enrich ourselves comes down to the, the kind of care that we give things in our lives. And so we thought, you know what, that's worth a whole conversation in and of itself. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to going down a couple of different rabbit holes with this one here. So, um, but off the top, uh, I really, for me, this con conversation is, is very much about 
just as you said, how how powerful and transformational the quality of how we care about our lives and the things we do, how just massive that that is. You know, just so I hope everybody I hope we can do a decent job. <laughs> yeah. Of 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 getting into this. So um yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like I mean, I want to do a, a good job of trying to open up this conversation and I honestly don't even know where it's all going to go. Right. Cause I, yeah, I, mean, I think it's one of those things is like, nobody really knows entirely the answer and care is one of those things that we all have to kind of determine in our lives, what matters, what doesn't matter. Yeah. And the way I look at it is, you know, care is nurture. You know, what do you want to nurture? What do you want to grow? What do you want to build? What do you want to give your valuable resources to? you know, and, and through that, it's going to grow, you know, the attention you put on it, the consideration you have of it. And there's another word you can throw in with care, like care is kind of consideration, you know, as you do one thing, do you consider the effect over here? Um, For example, in a relationship, if you say, do certain things, and you don't consider your relationship, you could damage it. So, you know, maybe you want to go and have fun over here. And then, you know, and this could be in so many different ways and that could, you know, damage this thing over here that you also care about. So care becomes the thing of values, you know, what do you value more? And sometimes knowing what to care about is going to stop you from doing something else you'd like to do, but you realize it would cause damage. So at the end of the day, I think the idea of this conversation is to, further enhance yourself, your dream, your life, the things that matter and not damage them and then not put your attention on things that don't matter, which ultimately, if you do cause damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's for me, this immediate sort of relationship when we talk about care to, as you said, uh, attention, uh, presence is another way we could put this. There's in many ways, while they are reflective of kind of almost the same thing, they, they each sort of have their own sort of feeling to, to these words. And I, it's interesting. My, my natural inclination is to say that like, just as a, as kind of a general rule, the more care and attention we put into every aspect of our lives the quality can't help, but, but to improve. And, and that goes for absolutely everything that we do Um, from, from the big things to the little things. If we can put the same level of care into all of this, there's, there's benefits to be found. And just to sort of, I want to take this into sort of the artistic realm because as we were having our, our little pre-chat uh, before launching into this conversation, it made me think of something that was an important lesson for me as an actor. And, uh, and to, so to flesh this out, you know, actors, if you're not an actor out there, then I'm going to fill you in on something. And if you are an actor out there, you're probably just going to laugh about this because you're like, yeah, it's so true. Um, Actors very often get caught up in the trap of 
getting ready for big moments. It's like, there's this part in the scene, you know, like the big sort of crescendo when the fight breaks open or whatever, and, or what, whatever the hell, or someone starts crying, you know, it's like, there's this buildup and, and a lot of actors are so focused on just this one moment. Cause really that's all it is. It's, it's just a blip. If you look at how usually the whole scene or the play unfolds, it's, it's such a minuscule thing. And there are a number of issues with that. I mean, that's essentially what that is, is it's placing so much care simply into one part. And as a result of that, the rest of the scene gets neglected. Very often you'll see an actor, their, their presence and their attention has just sort of fallen away. And a good way to actually tell as an audience member that an actor isn't paying attention or the actors are not paying attention is that your mind kind of drifts off. You stop paying attention. You're like, oh shit, what's something's going on? And then maybe something goes on there and you're like, oh, okay, I'm back in it. But that's just a good little um, sort of thing to notice when you're watching any kind of performance. But when there's little care for the rest of what's going on, and you'll often see the, the attention goes away because the actor is actually thinking about this thing that is coming up about being like, okay, I got to make sure I hit this and I got to do this and it's got to come off this way, blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's a whole host of issues that are, that are problematic with that aside from this whole care issue, but there's that whole element of the attention is gone. The presence is gone. And then when the moment comes, it usually doesn't come out the way that they wanted it to because of the fact that the rest of it was neglected. You know, it's kind of like someone trying to go from like, it's not just trying to go like zero to 60 in an instant. It's like, you're trying to go zero to 180 <laughs> in an instant. Right. Totally. And it's like, no, you got to build up to that 180, And that comes from just this moment to moment. And it might seem like it's something mundane. It might seem like nothing much is happening, but what you start to realize, especially if you get the opportunity to like really work on a scene or a play, you know, like plays, I still think are one of the best grounds for like an actor to like get up their chops, you know, and to really start to develop a lot of these crucial techniques and skills and, and um, attentive qualities that we're looking for. But one of the beautiful things is when you have such a long period of time to work on something, you begin to discover through your care and your attention to everything that's happening from, from this moment to this moment, not only what I'm saying, but what the other person is saying to me, you know, like, and how they're saying these things to me, how am I like, and, and how is that making me feel? What do I understand about what's going on? Like all of these things are uh, care at some level and you begin to discover that there's all of these little secrets. There's all of these little nuances. There's all of this huge stuff that's going on under the surface that if you're focused on just like how you've got that big blow up coming up at this one thing, you've missed everything. Mm -hmm. You've missed everything in between. And it's, an, and it's, it's bad acting <laughs> for one, but 
it's it's a bit of a travesty and i think that there's a lot just in this one example of artistry that we can we can extract a number of of lessons from this totally. that was a bit of a rant and i appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate everybody bearing through that it's good though it's it's an important part of i think what we're going to get into and you mentioned the mundane, you know, like not making, not caring about these things that are seemingly mundane. And to go back to our conversation, the last conversation we had, which I highly recommend people to tune into, we were talking about kind of the garden and the seed and the seed growing into like whatever it grows into. Well, it might seem very mundane to water the plant, you know, to make sure the plant gets the sun or the shade or whatever it needs, right? But these mundane things are what make it grow into the incredible thing that it can become and for it to bear fruit, you know, or whatever it might need to bear. And so, you know, it's, um, it, it's, it's very much like that, you know, with acting or with any type of artistry, you know, you got to figure out the mundane things that matter and for you, and, you know, you got to put attention onto that. I, I say this and I've said this many times, I'm just going to say it again, make your bed make your bed. You know, it sounds like such a mundane thing and people will constantly be like, ah, it doesn't matter. You know, they have all sorts of reasons why it doesn't matter, but that's like a, that's a thing that matters. And you don't, might not realize why it matters, but these little things matter because they add up to bigger things. And so I was journaling today and I'll just share this. I was journaling today and every time I journal, I try to write down one little wisdom I've come across in my life every single day. I try to write something, you know, and it can be challenging some days and other days, something really cool comes out as people have heard me share on the podcast before. But the one that I came up with today was, you know, uh, through meditation, through thinking, I was realizing, you know, like you might not notice if you're making persistent, consistent improvements, small persistent, consistent improvements. You might not notice that day to day and you might not feel like you're getting anywhere, but you will notice it year to year. And you might notice big improvements that you make from one day to the next, but those big improvements will probably not matter as much year to year. So when you think about it, it's these little improvements in the long run that actually add up and make a bigger difference than the Mm -hmm. big improvements that you notice day to day. So If, for example, you have a little task that doesn't seem very important, consider what it might do if you did it all the time with persistency and consistency, what that might add up to. And, you know, these big moments are kind of like those big, you know, in a scene, for example, they're like the big day-to-day moments. Like, I had a big day, I had a big win, a big sale, a big, uh, I booked a big role. But it's those little things that you do that are going to make the career, right? And, And I think when you're looking at the thing that you're building, it might feel great to have those big, like immediate victories. But really what you're aiming to do is you're trying to expand, I think, into what you could be. And whatever that is takes a lot of little mundane caring. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But the thing is, there's a high degree of, of just, I believe, the quality of life that is improved by putting care into all the things that we find ourselves do. Cause I mean, I think there's a few different aspects of this. Like, you know, there's kinds of the, the things that we, there's, like I said, the, there's the big things and there's the little things like there's kind of the, the 
the things we want to achieve, the things that we want to pursue, the things that we're passionate about that seem pretty obvious about the things that we put care into. But there's also a level to which putting care into the things that aren't necessarily up to us to a certain degree, like making your bed, you know, like, it's like, that's something It's like, well, what if you just put a level of care into that, like to make your bed in a pristine way, you know, to acknowledge the value of something it's like, or it's almost, it's a level of, of respect and honoring for yourself and for the life that you, you have right now, you know, to, to something as simple as making your bed shows a respect for the place you sleep, Mm -hmm. the place you, that you, you come to, to get rest, you know, like when we put it in that context, suddenly there's a sense of importance to this thing. It's like, this is the place that you rest. That's where you come to, to get respite from all of like the activity and the craziness and the chaos that's often out there. And if you leave that in just a tangled mess, what does that say? Totally. What are you saying about, about, about how you think about rest? And, and because it's such a, a, an important thing that we, that we have to do in our lives. So it might seem like nothing, but the, again, the moment we put care, a higher degree of care into something so seemingly mundane, there's, all, there's so much that it means there's mm-hmm. so much that it symbolizes, and maybe we don't understand that completely at a conscious level, but I believe that on a deeper subconscious level, it is doing something to us. It is. I mean, it is doing something to you. You spend one third to you know one fourth of your life in your bed, and it's like take anything else. And I said, you know, we say, okay, you're going to have to do this for one third of your life. And you're going to say like, well, it doesn't matter. Like how, how are you going to justify that? You know, and, and people are tired all the time and they're drinking their coffee and they're taking these pills and they're doing these drinks, these energy drinks and all this stuff. And they're, and they're complaining about how they're tired. And it's like, but you don't care for the place where you sleep. So, you know, and then coming home to a messy bed is different than coming home to a made bed. You know, like when you come home to a made bed, you're coming home to something that care and attention was put into, right? There's a psychological improvement of your life when you do mm-hmm. that. And, you know, there's, there's lots of things like that. Like, I just like the example of a bed because it's where you start and where you end a day. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to start because you start there and you end there. So you can build your day inward from there. One of the, you know, one of the things that I started doing was the washroom, the washroom, you know, and, and there's still little improvements I'm finding, but my initial stage of like, this is what clean and organized and, and presentable looks like has improved. And every day that I revisit this thing, it's improved and it's improved and it's improved. Now my standard of the way my washroom is it, it, the thing is people don't think might not think this matters, but it matters in a lot of ways. We spend a lot of time in our washroom. We brush our teeth. You know, you, you, you use the washroom, you use the shower, the bath, Um, if that's not clean, if that's not taken care of, if that's not organized, there's a whole part of your life that exists in this space. And yet you don't care for it. Now, now you take your bedroom and you take your bathroom 
and and you don't care about those and then then let's add on the kitchen now you don't clean your dishes you don't tidy up in the corners just think about that that's probably half your life right there now what does that say about half of what your potential is that you treat it like dirt that you don't organize it that you don't care for it that you don't put any attention into it that you just like use it and leave so think about that if you had a friend that just used you and left and that's the way that they treated you, how long are you going to be their friend? How, how good are you going to feel about yourself or about that person if that's how they treat you? And yet you treat things in your life like this that you have control over. And it's because that's your bed, your washroom, your, your kitchen, are your relationship with yourself. That's why I say they matter so much. So if you don't treat yourself like you care, you know, how are you going to ever become what you're truly meant to be because you give yourself no care. So people say self-love all the time, you know, self-love isn't just about having a nap, you know, and giving yourself a bubble bath. It's about make sure that bath is, is like pristine. So when you step in for that bubble bath, you know, you're like, I want to actually step into this place, you know, like it's, it sounds so pointless to some, to some degree. <laughs> and I get why people see it that way. But you got to change your perspective on this because a lot of the problems that people have, in my opinion, are a product of how they care about those three areas of their life. Yeah. And those three areas will open up a, a whole new world for you if you just start putting care into them. Yeah. And I think that sort of like I'm thinking about the, the opposite of, you know, when we're not caring, because just from some of the things you're saying, Brandon is that it's like, yeah, it's like the thing is, is that when we're not putting care into the things that we're doing, whether it's the things that we're choosing or the things that are kind of necessary, you know, and I guess you could argue that no matter what it's necessary, but (laughs) (laughs) just for the sake of this conversation, (laughs) but there's, when there's no care into the things in our lives, especially the things that like, like we're saying these, these little things, but they're things that occupy time in our lives every single day. And when there's no care there, there's what comes in its place is sort of a coldness. There's just a coldness that emerges in our world. You know, it's just like, this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. You know, everything just becomes kind of a a cold, lifeless thing as opposed to something that is cared for, attended to, you know, and, and by us, you know, the, and I, I just, I think that we can't go wrong by putting more care into our lives, you know, mm-hmm. and that could mean any number of things. Like I can't say exactly specifically what that is to the general public out there, other than it's like, it means p- putting your attention into some, into the things that are going on in your life. Yeah. Maybe it means slowing it down for a few instances. Right. You know, like one thing, just one thing I've been kind of just naturally doing, but I've always very much like, especially in my twenties and through a good chunk of my life, in my thirties here, but I've always been like a person who's like, when I'm out walking, I'm just like, I'm just like freaking 
booking it everywhere. Yeah. You know, like just walking, you know, like yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm hoofing got somewhere it. to be. Yeah. I got somewhere to be. I'm hoofing it. I'm hoofing it. I'm hoofing it. I'm hoofing yeah. it. And I've been taking more care just with them and just trying to slow down a little bit. And it's been so interesting what happens just by slowing down my walking pace suddenly it's like there are things that I'm taking in around me at a much deeper level. There's things that I'm noticing, noticing the trees and the people and the smell in the air and the wind and the temperature. There's, there's just all of these things that I'm suddenly seem to have a deeper, more connected relationship to out of the sheer act of just slowing down how I'm walking. It's not careless. It's still like in, in many ways, it's more deliberate than the way that I was walking before, which on the outside, it would look like, oh, that guy's got somewhere to be. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like just booking it to somewhere, even when it's I'm not even in any kind of a rush whatsoever to be anywhere. Right. But it's just this mentality. And, and maybe this is a big factor into it, but it's just this programming, like you said, of like, got somewhere to be, got somewhere to be. And if it's not got somewhere to be, it's like, well, there's somewhere better to be. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, I don't know what better, better to be is, but I've got to get there. Right. Like, and it's just slowing down suddenly shows me it's like, Oh, right. I, I don't have anywhere I have to rush to get to mm-hmm. I can slow down. I can take my time. Like, this is my life right now. Like, why don't I just enjoy this walk up to the bank? Or this walk over <laughs> to the to the grocery store. The walk. Totally. That's a great example. Enjoy the walk to the grocery store and enjoy the walk to the bank or whatever the heck it is you're going, you know, yeah. or what you're doing. Like I mean, it's that, what you're doing right now. It's the, the only thing that you're doing right now. Exactly. A lot of people <laughs> complain about driving. And I lo- I personally love driving. I, I love it. And so, you know, I I enjoy actually driving. So you know, I think the thing is, is that I just think it's such a gift to be able to drive. I, I just like, we might not like, there might be a day where we don't actually drive anymore, where we're just carted around in various, like, you know, creative ways, you know? So like being able to drive and being able to man my own vehicle and get to kind of determine that. And, and, and like, I think that's an incredible thing. Just like, if you couldn't walk anymore, you would really appreciate walking you know, and there's all these things that we take for granted and we don't really like, look at like how awesome this thing is. And, you know, just ask somebody who, who can't do the thing, you know, or lost the ability to do the thing, especially because they, they'll tell you how much, you know, they, they see the lack of gratitude in people who can, you know, and, and it's, it's all these things. If you have a bed to sleep in, maybe be grateful for the bed you have to sleep in and take care of it as opposed to being like, Oh, it could be better. It could be better. You know? And there's, there's like, that's where care kind of can go astray, right? Where care works against us, where you're like, you know, sure. You could always drive a nicer car. You could always drive a faster car a more powerful car, a more luxurious car, whatever. But it's like, can you enjoy what you have? Can you enjoy your body, like the body you have, can you enjoy that? You know, there's all this stuff. And I mean, maybe this is kind of a gratitude thing, but 
when you start to actually care about the way, the journey to wherever it is that you think you're supposed to be, you, you enrich your life. Because if you think about it, you go walk to the bank. Most of that is probably walking to the bank. It's not actually at the bank. Yeah. And you know, you can you, like people complain about all sorts of stuff. Like they, I hate lineups. It's like, well, you know, appreciate, like try to find that, try to find the value in everything because you're going to be doing it anyway. So figure out how to like take more out of your life and enjoy more of that. The thing is, is at the end of the day, you're not just doing this. Like it's not, this isn't just like life advice. This is about enriching you. Like every moment is an opportunity for you to like find more of who you are and be more of that, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. And if you just keep putting these moments on autopilot and and say they don't matter, you know, you're saying you don't matter. You're saying your time doesn't matter. And I think that attention is even more important than time because attention on the time that you're doing things is actually what matters, you know, because you can have all the time in the world, but if you don't put care and attention into it, who really gives a shit, you know? Yeah. You just get a bunch of shoddy shit everywhere you look. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's and so not many... just in the material sense, you know, it's like, that's, that's in like the mental space. That's in the emotional space. It's just everything's shoddy shit. Yeah. Cause there's been no care, no attention. You know, it's, um, I, I like that you brought in the the gratitude factor because yeah, that that seems pretty clear that there's a great deal of gratitude and appreciation that comes along with care. You know, it's caring is an act of appreciation in and of itself. So when we're taking care of something, we are showing appreciation for whatever it is at some at some level. And my wife and I every night before we go to bed, we actually, we've had this ritual for God, I don't, I don't even know, like probably, probably at least three years, at least three years where we'll tell each other three things, uh, three things about the day that we appreciate. And we'll say, it's like, I appreciate, um, you know, I appreciate just the, the beautiful, the beautiful sunny day that it was today. You know, I appreciate it just, it, it gives us a, a, a moment at the end of the day to just kind of reflect on the things that happened that would normally, you know, we would never necessarily give a second thought and just have a, a certain level of acknowledgement to the lives that we're living. And it is, I guess, in many ways, that is an act of care that we have for our lives and we share it with each other, which is another way of of showing our care for one another. But another interesting element of it too, is that there's that old saying, it's just like learn something new every single day. And I used to think that that meant like, Oh, you got to go and like take, be taking a class or something necessarily. And it's just like that, that could be a part of it. But usually it, that's really, I think to me about attention and appreciation and, and this thing of care because if you're paying attention and showing care about things, you will realize the things that, you, that you've learned something in the day. There's something that you learned. There was mm. something, a little, little 
thing that shifted for you, some new insight into, um, you know, the path that you're on or the person that you are. And it might be ever so slight, but it happened. So like, I, I truly believe that we do actually, each and every single one of us, we learn something every single day. And maybe that the, the, the whole wisdom of, of that learn something every day is actually just to take a moment to acknowledge what you have mm-hmm. learned every single day. Care enough to take a moment to look into it all. You know, one exercise you can do and, you know, pass this on to our audience is check in every day at some point, how are you feeling? Just get used to it, you know, make a habit of it. Like, because like a lot of people go throughout the whole day, they don't even know how they felt the whole day because they just never check in with it. Right. And as an artist, I mean, even more important, you know, get, get to know, like, how do I feel, you know, and, and try to, you know, you start, start looking at that. You go, well, I feel this way. It's how I felt. If you can detach the story from the feeling and you can just be like, well, this is what it feels like to be happy. This is what it feels like to be sad. This is what it feels like to be angry. Or you notice like I'm angry. Like I notice anger is coming up all the time. Once you start putting care into that, you can start to notice the things happening all the time. You can start to do something about it as opposed to just kind of not by not putting care into it. You know, you just, it's, you're just kind of at the whim of the whole thing because you're just totally unaware of it. And I think that what care does is it puts your attention on things that actually matter and, and determining what matters is so subjective for each person. You know, everybody has things in their life that matter to them. And if you're just constantly chasing what other people tell you should matter, you never know what matters to you. And like, I kind of want to get into this whole conversation because it's like, how much attention and care do you put into like some TV show or some news event or some movement that's going on? And then how little care you put into yourself and how you're feeling and what you're going through and your journey and your growth. Mm -hmm. And I would say that they're very symbiotic. So the lack of care that you're upset with in the world is probably a reflection of the lack of care that you have for yourself. And when you start, when you start seeing the parallels, you start to see that like, the problems that you feel externally or face externally have a lot to do with how you are behaving with yourself internally, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, it, it nurture, like nurture is such an important part of this conversation, what to nurture and what, what doesn't need, like what doesn't need your attention to nurture, you know, like we spend all this time nurturing things that don't matter they don't really matter over what actually does matter. And then we wonder why we have problems, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's a values thing and you got to sort it out and you don't have to have all the answers at once, but you got to start finding the things that actually matter. And then you got to start caring about those things and letting them be the priority over the other things that, you know, you're by your behavior, you care about it. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know um, if that makes sense, but I'm like, I'm, <laughs> you know, it, 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 um, I mean, what just popped into mind with what you were saying was uh, actually a line from, um, it was from one of the more recent star Wars movies, the second one, which I know was very controversial. Lots of people hated it. Um, but there was a line at the end of it 
where one person's or this one character says to the other, it's like something like it's time we stop fighting against the things we hate and start fighting for the things that we love. Hmm. You know what I mean? And in many ways, that's kind of like, it's a thing of like, where are you putting your care and where are you putting your attention? You know, what are like, you bring this up uh, a lot, Brandon's like, what's the wolf that you're feeding? Yeah. (laughs) You know, because that's the one that you're growing and that's, and that's really what care is about care and attention. I also want to bring this up because I decided to just look up uh, what, what care, like definitions of care. And there's this one as a verb, because I think that that's important. Just care is a noun, but there's care as a verb. And I feel like we're very much talking about care as a verb, something that is in, in action, something that is doing. And this one definition is look after and provide for the needs of. And we might often think of like, oh, we have to take care of. And we think of that as being something outside of us. Got to take care of this person. Got to take care of this thing. Da, 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 da. But there's an element of to provide for the needs of. And there are the needs of who we are. There are the needs of our passions. There are the needs of you know, our calling, you know, our calling has needs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. And we have to hear those needs and we have to take care of them, you know, as opposed to, you know, and I like the idea of care as well, because we're very much a society of just like get things done and hard and blah, 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 blah. It's like, this is just a kind of another way of framing that. It's just like, no, it's just about where you're putting your care, take care of these things that are important. Take care of your dreams, take care of, you know, really the things that are, are deepest and most meaningful to who you are and the things that you're doing in your life. Mm -hmm. And I want to add on to that. Don't, care so much about how you do something as much as you care about the actual doing of it. You know, for example, there might be something you're not good at and just doing it and doing it and doing it is going to make you better at it. But like a lot of people stop doing things because I'm not good at that. I'll just stop. And it's like, you're caring about the wrong thing. That's where care is going into the wrong place. Like how are you doing it right now? Even if you're a trained expert and you're having a bad day, like, don't worry about that so much. The important thing is the act of doing the thing that you care about mm-hmm. and building on that. I've written every single day for 2,930 something days. Now, I, I forget, I think 34. So it's like seven years, I think. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so every single day, never miss a day. And I'll tell you, there are some days where I just write and it's not good at all, but I write every day. And by writing every day, I get better and better at communicating and clarifying my thoughts and clarifying my ideas and checking in with my own, uh, my own emotions and my own mental state and just my own thoughts, right? And every day it's a practice. And when I write on the days that I'm not good at it, where I write on the days where it doesn't really, isn't really working for me, those are some of the most important days of all. Because those are the days when I know that most people won't write, but I'm writing. You know, those are the days where I'm building something that, that other people aren't building. And I'm beginning to see the impact of that or have been 
you know, it didn't actually take that long to start seeing the impact of that in other areas of my life where people were noticing things in the way that I showed up and the way that I did things. And it's like one act of care in one area often transfers into another area. So, Mm -hmm. you know, by picking something that's important to you and putting care into it and caring about the right part of it, and by the right part of it, I mean the actual doing of it, the actual nurturing of it, as opposed to how well you're nurturing it. Yeah. Because you can get better at how you nurture it. But if you don't nurture it at all, it doesn't matter how good you are. And this is, yeah. I said this earlier in the conversation, I said many small improvements day to day won't be noticed, but many small improvements done day to day over years will be noticed. So, you know, if you're building something, if you do a lot of small acts of care that will build into something great. If you do like a few big acts of care, you know, in between when you weren't caring, that's when that thing dies. And then people wonder like, why am I not getting, cause you have a plant, you didn't even water it for a week and you're expecting because you watered it really well one week and you watered it really well the next that somehow it's supposed to survive all the little challenges that it had to go through without you. So you're the plant at the same time, you know, you got to take care of that thing, you know? And like, whenever I walk by a plant, this might sound silly to some people, but I'll rub the little leaf of it and I'll be like, good job, little buddy. And you know what? The thing is, is like, they've proven that by showing that type of care to like plants, they'll even grow better. They'll grow faster. They'll grow stronger. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to give yourself that. If that's all you can give yourself that day, you give yourself a little pat on the back. You say, good job, buddy. You're doing well today. You showed up, you got up, you did your thing, you know, good job. Or you took care of yourself. You did something right. Or you're alive good job for being alive. Cause sometimes, you know, plants, they can survive these winters or these hard conditions. It's like you survived it. You know what I mean? And like, we got to look at ourselves the same way and, and show care towards that because that's, what's going to build us strength and allow us to carry through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am seeing how this word care as well can be a very powerful thing Cause it's the, there's the perfectionist in me and I'm like, you know what, this is a good way to just help the perfectionist in me because, and for all of like the perfectionists out there, it, it can be a, cause that can be a crippling thing. You know, uh, I've said this before, but I've heard it defined that perfectionism is the refusal to move forward. Right. When we can just, as a perfectionist, if you can just learn to see what you're doing as care, just putting in an extra level of care and not getting hung up on it being perfect, but just putting care into what you're doing. You know, I think that that's a great way of just sort of transforming some of our perspective around just some of that just as like a little thing to to, to throw into the mix as well. It's it's a good example because yeah, I mean, I think, we have a lot of pressure on ourselves to perform and to do well always. And, you know, and, and, you know, we judge others and then we fear the judgment of them because we judge them so harsh. And it's like, you know, your judgment is the very thing that holds you still, right? Like you got to have, you got to develop humility. Humility is the, it's the most powerful tool humans have in my opinion, because humility is look, I'm willing to do this not only not well, but I'm willing to let you see me not do it well. And I'm not going to pretend that it isn't 
done well. Like I'm going to, I'm going to own it. I'm going to own that. I did this terribly, but I'm going to try and I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. And through that, you build incredible skill. I'm going to tell you a story because this is a perfect example of this. I, when on my second year of soccer, I ended up playing for like the top level team in the province. And we actually won the provincial cup that year. But side note, it was only my second year of soccer and I was like 13. So I played for a team before that was a really good team. I got on there because basically a friend invited me to a game and there was kind of this, I think I got pretty lucky, scored some goals and then they threw me on the team and I got great training. So I ended up in this next team and like, I sucked. (laughs) I sucked so bad. So, so bad. I rode the bench so hard that whole year. You know what I mean? And then I played for them. I actually did well enough somehow to make the team again, but I was improving constantly. And Mm. for sure they would have said like, Brandon's the most improved player on the team because I was constantly improving, but I had the humility to stay on the team, to keep showing up, to even be bullied by my teammates because like, I mean, to a lot of them, I was dragging down the team and you know, and I, I've, I really tried to try on their perspective of like having this kid that kind of sucks on their team. And like, you're, you're a provincial level team and you got this guy that's kind of not performing at that level. It's like, you know, there's a certain amount of like, why is he here? But I had to go through the humility of showing up practice after practice, you know, game after game, watching these guys play when I wanted to play. And the two years after that team, I played for another team. I was the captain of the team. So two years of absolute humility to go to the next team, to be the captain. It's like, that's what happens. though. you got to be able to ride through the hard storm and you got to be willing to suck at it. If you want to play with the best. And here's the thing. I was the worst on the best team, but I was the best on the next team because that's what happens when you play with the best. So, you know, people that want to be like movie stars or the best directors, the best writers, the best musicians, you got to be willing to suck in comparison and know that you suck and then try to figure out, okay, how do I perform at their level? What did they do that I'm not doing? And I'll tell you the kids that I played with, they practiced on their off time. They, they were dedicated, you know, they did all those things. So I did all those things and more and I watched them and they gave, they became my guides, right? But I had to be bullied. I had to suck. I had to ride the bench. I had to do all the stuff. And people can say, oh, it's mean of them to bully you. Is it though? I mean, this is life. You know, life doesn't just like, life isn't just going to give you a pat on the back, man. Like, you know, if you're not pulling your weight, if you're not doing your thing, the world's going to give you feedback and you got to take that feedback and be like, okay, I can be better and I want to be better. Or you can sit and sulk and complain and cry and be a victim. So to me, the act of care and the act of humility combined make a person invincible because you care enough to hang in the pocket. You care enough to try, but you don't care enough about how you look and you can do anything in the world. And that's the humility. Humility is I don't care how I look to you. I don't care what you think of me. I'm doing it anyway, because it's what matters, but caring enough to put the attention and time into it, you know, even though you're not as good as everyone else and you're not necessarily like, It's not like, oh, I worked really hard this month. I should be on the team. It's like, no, you're still catching up. That's that's where it's going, you know? So I don't know if that that helps, but like where you put your care is so important. And if you put it on yourself all the time and how you look, you'll destroy yourself. You'll destroy your opportunities and you'll destroy your potential. So you got to put it on what you're doing and what matters. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, it's one of those things that it, and you know, it's, it's interesting because there's like things built into people's phones now, you know, there's like a, like I've got an Android phone and there's like a well-being thing and you can monitor or you can, you can see how much time you're spending on different things. And that can be, that's just like one way where you can see it's like, Oh, I'm putting a lot of attention and my time into these things, which is really like, that's where you're putting your care into. And if there are things that you're putting your care into that you don't like, then it's time to start putting your care into some other things. Hmm. Right. Because, you know, like that, that was one aspect of this conversation that I was like, Oh, it'll be interesting to dive into this because off the top, I said, in general, I think that the more care we put into our lives, the better that they are as a general thing. But there's no absolutes. I will never speak in any kind of absolutes about anything. Except right there. <laughs> I yes, will never. <laughs> exactly. There was this old, I can't even remember what the name of this book was, but it was this book on creativity. And it said, um, it had this one rule. It's like every rule can be challenged except for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, I, Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I love that you brought up the phone because I heard a Gary Vanderchuk talk one time and this really made an impact on me. Very brief story. But he said, look at the, look at the first bunch of apps on your phone that on your, on the first page of your phone, the things that are there, those are the things that you're valuing. Those are the things that are the most important to you. Mm. So, you know, he's like, show me a person's phone. I'll tell you about their life. And it's like, that's so true. And when I looked at my phone, it had all my social media on the front page and it had all this stuff. And I was like, no, this isn't the most, this isn't going to define me. I'm not going to be defined by like Facebook or something. So I moved Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. I just moved it and I moved it like three pages over. And I put, I only put apps on the first page that are my absolute most important and then on the second page, then you get to my second parties. So for, before I'll even look at a social media app, I got to flip two pages on my phone. So yeah. that's an example of how you can start to take care over what you're going to get your immediate attention. And like, it's automatic, right? So you look at your phone. If the first thing you see is something that you shouldn't be putting care into, or you don't want to be putting care into, you've got to move it away from your, your main focus. Mm-hmm. You've got to put things in front of you that will give you that automatic chance to, to actually put attention and care into it. Yeah. And what's the feeling that you get from putting your care into something? Cause that's, that's a big indicator. It's like, how do you, how do you feel walking away from whatever that interaction was, whatever that exchange was, that activity, how do you feel at the end of that? Yeah. Right. You know, and like, if it's not good, then maybe you're caring about this shit too much, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Or maybe you're not caring enough about what you really want to be caring about and you're letting this take its place. And you know that, you know, sometimes we don't know, we, we're not, we can't, I don't think we feel like we can say that we're caring about the thing that's destructive, but it's because we're not caring about the thing that, that is in nurturing enough to not give attention to what's destructive, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You'll find a lot of people who are really trying to like lose weight or something. They'll be really start to care about what they eat and their carbs and their proteins and all yeah. this stuff. And because they're putting attention on it, you know, and the attention helps you to start to focus on, like, okay, well, what am I taking in? And then, you know, 
maybe it's like, well, I don't really want to take in the greasy food or I want to make sure I drink more water or whatever it is. And here's the thing. I just want to say this though. And I think this is an important point to say, and I maybe said it before, but I'll say it again. It doesn't have to happen overnight. This can happen incrementally. You can make incremental changes in your life little by little. And you just need to choose like simple things to start caring about. And through that, it will inform what you need to care about next. Yeah. Like caring caring about your bed, for example, sorry, caring about your bed and making it will make you consider when you go to bed and when you wake up, that's a natural byproduct of it. So, you know, a lot of people could probably get to bed earlier and, and get better rest and they could probably wake up a little earlier or wake up a little bit more immediately without their snooze alarm. When you start putting care into something that's related to something else that's good, it actually causes you the opportunity to start thinking about, oh, well, hey, I'm, I'm feeling better in my bed. I like to go to my bed. Maybe going to your bed actually feels like a good thing, you know, in, in relation to going to bed on time. And so you do, as opposed to like, I don't want to, like, I don't care about my bed. I don't care about going to sleep, right? It's, they're, they're very related. There's a relationship. Yeah, and... Um... I, I just want to kind of connect this conversation again, like with our, with our last episode as well. Cause one of the things that came up in the last one for me, at least was, was, and from my own experience is that, you know, when you begin to care for the things that are actually um, enriching for you, then all of these sort of things that, are the opposite of that. All of these things that are, are, I don't know, I suppose draining of you, you know, these things that take away from you, they take a, they take a piece out of you. Um, those things just start to kind of drop off those things like the bad habits, the bad, you know, like the things that we're not proud of the things that, um, you know, we, we, waste our time on things that we, we feel maybe a sense of guilt and shame about the moment we start to take care of the things that enrich us and care for those things, those things start to just kind of fall off of us, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's, that's kind of an, an interesting, that's kind of an interesting way of, of doing it. It's like a lot of sort of dietitians and stuff like the, they try and reframe people's minds as to, it's like, Hey, don't think about the shit that you're giving up. You need to focus on the thing that you're replacing it with. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is in some ways a form of care, right? It's one form of care that, that is also another form of care. It's one form of care. And that it's like, Oh, okay. Suddenly there's a new level of attention on this new thing that you're incorporating into your life. And at the same time, it's also has this peripheral care of it's not putting this negative thing in your life as well. Mm. Right. I have a good example, actually, now that you brought that up, uh, something I do with my clients is that, I'll get them to tell me like, okay, well, what do you want? What's your main goal? What's your passion, your dream, you know, all of this. And it's so funny because a lot of people, they'll be like, well, uh, I want this, but I don't want that. I don't really care if I get this, like I want to, I want to act, but I don't really care if I'm a movie star. Like, and so I always say to them, I don't care what you don't want. And that's not what I asked. I asked what you want. And there's this whole thing about people 
have a lot of attention and care, like into like, they're thinking about these things. They, they like, and all of those are just compromises. Cause I'm like, here's, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a straight question. Person who said, I want to be an actor, but I don't care if I'm a movie star. How about you end up turning into a movie star? Do you not want it anymore? Well, no, no, no. I, that'd be great. Okay, great. So why are you telling me you don't want to be a movie star? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like cut that whole part of this equation out and focus on what you're building, what you want. And here's the other thing. When you say what you want and you say what you care about, it's not like some contract is written in blood and now you have to do it or you're a failure in life. Like you could say that you want to make a million dollars and then you don't make a million dollars. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. But the fact that you put attention on the fact that you wanted it and you did some things to try to do it is pretty yeah. cool. But like a lot of people go, well, I'm not even going to want it because I don't think I can get it. And so I'm not even going to try, but like, you gotta, you gotta be willing to at least shoot for it and shooting for it is the victory. And, you know, part of like figuring out what to care about is sometimes setting your goals and your vision and your dream so far beyond what's even possible of achieving that that's actually how you start to act and behave in a way that will actually get you to live up to it. And by the way, you don't know what's possible because the way you're currently living, whenever you think that something is impossible that someone has already done, like that's just you being stuck in your current mode. When you start changing your behavior, like, for example, here's a good question. Like if you're a millionaire, you know, does the millionaire make their bed? Does the millionaire clean their kitchen? Do they invite guests over to a messy house? Like you start thinking about like, okay, well, if I actually had this thing, how would I behave? And a lot of people, they, they make the excuse where they say, well, I'd behave that if I got there. No, no, that's not how this works. You behave there so you can get there. It doesn't work the other way. You don't get there and then you get to decide the behavior. Like people who say, Oh, I'll give money when I have more money. No, you got to give money now and you got to be giving now because when you have more money, you won't be more money more power, more of what you want only expresses more of who you already are. So you need to already be whoever it is you think you're going to be when you get whatever it is you think you want. And mm -hmm. then you increase the chances of not only getting what you want, but I mean, <laughs> come on, the improvements are obvious, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> start being the thing you want to live, believe, right? Be and live it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you um, drinking? What are you sipping on my friend? Well, I'm sipping on a sweet little mix here. So I didn't go local this time. I went a little, I went a little out there. This is from Germany and it's uh, I don't know how to say this one. Shof. Chauffeur offer? Can you say that? Um, probably, probably not accurately. Chauffeur, chauffeur offer, yeah, yeah. Chauffeur offer. All right, it's a wheat beer, and it's uh, got a grapefruit, grapefruit infusion, and it is friggin' delicious, friggin' delicious. I don't even know how to describe how good this is. I, I, I smelt it, and it smelled very like uh, um, grapefruity and, and kind of soury almost. And I was like, uh Oh, I don't know. And then I took my first sip and I was like, wow, this is a treat. So it's nice. good. I'm enjoying it. Excellent. How about you? Uh, I'm drinking, I'm drinking goddess golden ale from Persephone brewing company in Gibson's British Columbia, which is where, um, where I'm moving to nice. at the end of the month. So I figured, I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick up a little bit of the 
of the local beverage and try it out. And yeah. it's tasty. It's nice. Nice, easy to drink. <laughs> Crisp, refreshing. <laughs> Perfect for a scorching hot day. It is scorching. If we ever share this video, people are going to see the, just the perspiration that is just pouring <laughs> off of me. Because <laughs> it's it. just so hot today. It's incredible. You got a nice glisten. Oh, yeah. Got a nice, got a nice glisten shine. going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just shows that you're healthy. Yeah. um well let's wrap this baby up i think let's try to you know close off with some thoughts i think we covered a lot of good things Mm -hmm. um i guess i'll start i I just want to say that like you know there are certain things that are not worth your time and your energy you know there are certain things that you don't need to care about like you know worrying about who somebody else is dating or what promotion they got or something like just like cut that out like don't worry about that stuff like that's not where your care needs to go put your care into nurturing the things that you want to grow and build right whatever you put your attention to you have the opportunity to nurture something so put attention and care and that means you know like a verb it's like action like take action care in action not just like i care and it should know I care. No, show you care. And I think the most important thing I would say of this is where you take action has a good, it's a good starting point to help you have an audit of what you care about. So figure out how to put some attention, if not all your attention on the things that actually matter on the things that you actually want to build and nurture and grow and stop putting action and attention on things that you don't want to nurture and grow. And if you identify something that's destructive to you, destructive to what you're trying to build destructive to what you're going for, you know, get, get honest with yourself and have a heart to heart. Final note, try your very best. And I know this is hard, but really try to develop humility learn to be okay with not being good at stuff and not being liked or looked at positively. You know, you go home earlier and all your friends want to stay out and party and they might not like that. And they might call you a nerd or they might call you something or whatever. And maybe they just mean it nicely, but whatever, like have the humility to say, guys, this matters to me. And I want to stay out with you guys, but this matters to me. And I'm putting a little attention to this, right. And I'm giving you some of my attention, but I'm putting some attention here too. And you know, it's not all or none. It's not like none of your friends and all your work and not all your work. And, you know, right. So like, you got to figure out your balance, but this is, this is a very personal subjective journey that you're on. And we're saying, I think that what you care about is going to help you better journey to wherever it is that you want to go and, and help you be whoever it is that you need to be. Um, for me, the, the standouts in this conversation were really, I think a couple of things. One was don't underestimate the power of putting care into the little things in your life. You know, um, don't underestimate just how powerful that can be. You know, like try just making a commitment, decide on a time. To say it's like you know if to go back to our our early example if you're not a person who really makes their bed make a commitment to make your bed for the next for the next week or two weeks you know see what happens 
Um, and also I would just, uh, challenge everybody to try and catch yourself in a few moments of when we're just kind of in on autopilot going about things and just try and catch yourself and ask, can I put more care into this thing that I'm doing right now? Can I put more care into this interaction I'm having right now? Can I put more care into this, in this moment? And see what happens. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.